This is Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m. You're on Rally Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde, and we're back with oh, one of my special favorites, <laughs> National Director of Family First. And what a great institution that is that you even have to campaign for family. But there you go, Family First, Bob McCroskey. Good morning, Bob. Yeah, always good to be on your show, Rodney. Nice to be well, back. Well, it's wonderful. And I'm not going to begin by apologizing to you for being wrong for all those years. I'm going to get straight <laughs> into it because there's a level at which apologizing becomes virtue signaling. Yeah. But you've done a great thing because you've set up a petition. I got to sign it. I think I was certainly in the first thousand, but when I last looked, it was going off the hooks. Hook. Yeah. But who would have believed, I bet you didn't, that you'd even ever need to petition about such a thing? Well, who would believe that asking a simple question, what is a woman, what is your mum, would be deemed so offensive that all the major daily newspapers would get their heads together and ban the advertisement? Despite I know. the well, fact that we were you, offering money. That's why we've got you on, because you uh, 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 a campaign of public debate about what is a woman mm. has been banned. The, uh, the ads for that have been banned. We're going to get to that. But first of all, tell us about your idea for the petition. So uh, we wanted to set up a campaign, uh, what is a woman, and it was to basically communicate what we think is a biologically correct common sense definition of woman that's been carried down through generations. What is it, and, by the way? Because it's a bit tricky for our Prime Minister. I know. Uh, adult human female, just like that. Three words, adult human female, and you've covered all bases. And you'd uh, expect a 10-year-old to get it, right? Well, most of them can. That's the interesting thing. It, but uh, unfortunately, if you buy into gender ideology, then it's one of the most trickiest questions in the world. Well, and if you buy into gender ideology, it doesn't have an answer. No. Well, it, it, the answer is kind of what Chris Hipkins fuddled his way through, which is, well, it's what you identify at as. But as as we all know, uh, what you identify at is totally different. I'm sure when you were young, you probably wanted to be a fireman, and I wanted to be a policeman standing in the middle of intersections controlling traffic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've just confessed what I wanted to be when I grew up. Well, you're uh, bigger than that now. Yeah, and um, it, but we have got to the point where telling the truth is a dangerous thing to do, and so we so put the, together. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. You put together a petition. Well, before that, we actually put together just a website where we got a whole lot of women from around New Zealand to share what the definition of a woman is, what it meant to them. And so you'll see that on the website, whatisawoman.nz. And uh, there's a you know little quote from each of these women. And, and we basically just said, unfortunately, the extreme gender ideology being pushed in the media and in educational institutions and government ministries and the corporate world is trying to redefine it. But if you redefine it, then, I mean, one of the classics, Rodney, is that we're about to enter into this amazing sporting, world sporting stage of the Women's World Cup. Or we, at the moment, we're not quite sure how to define what is a woman. So who actually qualifies to play in that tournament? And is this a chance for me to get my failing um, soccer career back on track 
by um, you know identifying as a woman and getting on the in in the women's team. I don't think I'd even I'd, I wouldn't make the grade. But no, but it's silly, isn't it? Because mm. you can't have a women's World Cup logically. Logically, no, no. And so, and, tell me, what is the petition calling for? So basically, we want to see in, and you'd understand this as an ex-politician, we want to see women to be defined as an adult human female in our laws, public policies and regulations. And this will avoid situations where you've got uh, biological men going into women's changing rooms because they think they are a woman. It will avoid um, biological boys enrolling in girls' schools and wanting to use the girls' toilets and changing rooms. Uh, it, 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 will, it will stop biological men uh, playing in women's sports and uh, making it a completely uneven competitive game uh, in, in whatever sporting code it is. So it's bringing some common sense uh, back to our public policies and our laws because we've lost it. And as you'll know, Rodney, beginning of this year, uh, end of last year, sorry, the whole of Parliament, all 120 MPs voted to introduce a law, which means that your birth certificate is not based on what the doctor says when you're born, it's a boy or a girl, it's based on purely what you identify as at this current time, and of course you can change that uh, um, marker on your birth certificate as many and, times and as you want. And not even have it registered that you've changed it. Well, you register it on the birth certificate. Uh, you can change it on the birth certificate, but... Uh, but no one knows afterwards that you've had it changed. No, no, that's right. And there's I, no I, medical grounds for doing it either. It's purely no. based on identity. And you do it online. I didn't believe that that had happened. I didn't believe that mm -hmm. every national MP had supported it. And ACT MP. And ACT MP. And I looked it up. Mm. And... My jaw hit the desk, yeah, because it was gobsmacking. So this petition is making a very, very serious point, because if we don't achieve this, women are erased. Mm. Well, I mean, how do you, as we say in the uh, campaign, how do you target specific women's health issues? How do you target the gender pay gap, if there is one? How do you target violence against women? How do you support the women's refuge? How do you uphold the nation's history of fighting How for women's rights? How do you keep women safe? Yes. I mean, it demeans mothers and it demeans women. It demeans sisters and aunties and grandmothers. Uh, it, you know, and, it's, and un unfortunately, it's inserting a biological lie into our discussions. And look, it's not an anti-trans thing as such, because if people want to live their life that way, so be it. Uh, you and I both know or knew Georgina Beyer. Mm. Uh, you know, it doesn't interfere with that, but it does interfere when you start changing definitions to suit the ideology. And uh, once a female, always a female, once a male, always a male, you may want to identify as something else, but that doesn't change what a male and female is. But doesn't it also take away the sacredness of woman in terms of being able to give life and nurture mm. a new baby and a new whole human being, which is a miracle, and doesn't it also take away the beauty of woman and motherhood that we've all experienced with our mothers 
and our wives and our daughters. And it's such a wondrous, beautiful thing. And this modern era wants to make everything commonplace and ugly. You know what I mean? It, like a woman yeah. and men, it's a beautiful, sacred difference that they mm. want to blur in little kids' heads. You know, mm. the princess and the prince. You know, it's a wonderful thing to grow up with. Yeah. And your daughter is your little princess, right? Can't have that now. Um, the petition, what's your goal with the petition? Well, the the goal, the aspirational goal is to achieve what it says, which is to uh, have a clear definition of woman uh, in the laws and public policy and regulations to to avoid any doubt so that when you go to a woman's toilet or when you go to, into a woman's changing room or when you watch a woman's sport then you uh, or, or when you go to a woman's prison, then it's quite clear that there is a, a biological marker that has been put in place that isn't going to place women at risk. It's interesting, Rodney, you, you see a lot of dudes who suddenly uh, want to play in women's sport, but there doesn't seem to be a massive lineup for a uh, woman wanting to play in men's sports. No. Uh, no. <laughs> or 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 women wanting to go into men's changing rooms. You know, people sort of say, well, hang on, why, why is it just about what is a woman? It just seems that uh, yeah. women are particularly at risk and vulnerable and, when you have biological men coming into their spaces. And, and I mean, and, then, and we've had examples. You want to go to a, you might be a woman who wants to see a woman doctor. Hmm. And it's not a woman, but yep. she's a woman doctor. You want to have a rape crisis group where women can talk and one of them's a man. Yeah. I mean, you want to go to a woman's only ward and there's a creepy dude in there. I mean, mm. this is terrible. Now, the reason I got you on, A, I was quick to, quick to sign this petition. Um, we all realize it's a complete madness that we have to define what is obvious to everyone centuries past. Mm. So thank you for that opportunity. But I was staggered to learn to that you have bought ads <laughs> in the newspaper and the newspapers to a newspaper have banned them. And I want you to walk me through what has happened here. So we wanted to place full-page ads in the major daily newspapers. So uh, we ordered full-page ads in the New Zealand Herald, the going going down the country, New Zealand Herald, Bay of Plenty Times, Dominion Post, which is now the Post in Wellington, uh, Christchurch Press, Southland Times, and the Otago Daily Times. Now, they come under three different companies, New Zealand Herald and Bay of Plenty come under NZME, Dominion Post, uh, Christchurch Press, Southland Times come under Stuff, and ODT comes under Allied Press. So three independent companies. Uh, two out of the three companies, all the, the Stuff and Allied Press said, yep, uh, the ad's okay, good to go, we'll be putting them in today. 
Uh, so they were booked for a specific day. The New Zealand Herald were sort of mucking around and dodging and diving and wanting to yeah, see who was who was dealing with them? Did you have an ad agency or yeah, you we, yourself? Yeah. yeah, so we and, had and an it, advertising agency who was, you know, deals with them all the time. Uh, and actually I was, uh, you know, just talking to them just before I, this interview and I said, have you come across this before? They said, no, no, it's just, it's quite rare exactly what happened although and and do you know if the new zealand herald had seen the ad yeah they'd all seen the ad uh the, and and because you got yeah they, they definitely want to see the ad in advance uh interestingly enough the new zealand herald wanted to see the website and then wanted to see what the woman was saying that are quoted in the website so this is just women talking about what it means to be a woman so they were going to a level that um, is quite interesting. I'd be interested to know whether they delve deep into a Greenpeace ad, yes. uh, you know, website or a um, the uh, animal rights uh, website or or any, you know, are they delving through all the the uh, all the political ads they're going to be hosting and getting money from shortly? Are they going through all their websites to check it that they agree with everything? Uh, so it was it was quite interesting just the level of um, scrutiny that the Herald were requesting but we thought we were getting there uh, and and in fact this time yesterday uh, all the ads had been approved uh, but this including is including the herald including the herald had they taken your money no the the money was to come that yeah <laughs> that was interesting you don't pay in advance on these ads fortunately um because it's you know sort of i think it's because it's through the agency so there's a level of trust but I have got in my hands here an email that was sent to the agency, which I was just checking that I can quote before I spoke to you, uh, Rodney. And let me just read it verbatim. So this is from the ODT. And they say, NZME heard, so this is the New Zealand Herald and I have plenty of times, NZME heard we got uh, grief for running it, which we didn't because this was from the editorial teams not the commercial teams um we pulled it because we oh hang on i haven't printed hang on i'm just going to have to look at this on my phone because i've printed it out on the printer and it hasn't quite um made it out properly so let me just grab that again um Fine, Bob, take your time yeah this okay is... here we go let's get the whole thing because that didn't quite make sense did it okay so they said um NZME, uh, so obviously the ODT got a bit of grief, and then NZME heard we got grief for running it when we didn't because we haven't run it, so uh, NZME pulled it, that's the Herald, Stuff got wind of it and pulled it as well. This was from the editorial teams, not the commercial teams, so this is the editors coming into the into the area, not the, um, uh, you know, the sales reps as such. And then the ODT says we pulled it because we wanted to make sure the industry we're all in it together. The CEOs and editors are speaking now, so I will know and I will let you know that's all I know at the moment. So what this is basically admitting <laughs> is that you've got the um, top honchos of three independent media companies banding together and deciding that they're going to ban an ad, which basically says, what is a woman, what is your mum? And then go to our website uh, and stuff did clarify it later on with our agency, and they said that it was decided. They apologised, oh, wanted to confirm that it was a late decision, and 
it was decided that, quote, the campaign doesn't align with the values of stuff due to the sensitive nature of the content. <laughs> well, for, for anybody who looks at the ad, <laughs> I mean, when you think about all the stuff that they put on their website, <laughs> it's I mean, sensitive, isn't it? And what is a woman? An adult yeah. human female. Oh, yeah. it's sensitive, Bob. Very sensitive. Yeah, you know, it's bordering on H speech. Oh, yeah. mm. what on earth do you make of it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I think we should all be concerned because what you've got is you've got independent companies who just by chance all happen to be funded by the government and have done very well out of government funding who are now dancing together and are censoring uh, what can and what can't be advertised, and you know it's it's not offensive. It wouldn't it wouldn't get in trouble with the censorship board. I don't think. I think the Advertising Standards Authority probably wouldn't have a problem with it. This is just a unilateral decision being made by uh, the heads of the major daily newspapers. And I guess the other th interesting thing, Rodney, is that uh, you probably haven't seen much coverage of this in the mainstream media, even by other media players, they're not even no. reporting that this is happening. So no, normally you'd expect this to be controversial because um, I've got the ad here, mm. right? <laughs> and what oh. it is, can I describe it in my terms? Yeah, no, do that. But, I, you know, we better just warn everybody that highly offensive material oh, is about yes. to be shared by Rodney yeah. Hyde. Yes, this is um, what was the phrase they used? Highly, uh, it was. Um, hang on, values. The, the campaign doesn't align with the values. Okay, so here's here's the values <laughs> that it doesn't align with. It's got a picture of a lovely nana-looking lady and a young woman, and it says, "Oh, sensitive was the word you were looking for." The sensitive, sensitive nature. So this is sensitive information, Rodney. Tread yes, carefully. I'm about to share it. And there's a big question. What is a woman? What is your mum? Everyone's mum is unique. But one thing you do know, your mum is a woman. But what does it mean to be a woman? Find out and join the conversation at whatisawoman.nz. I can't believe you read that on air, Rodney. You're, you're going to be subject to a Broadcasting Standards Authority complaint now. And you were paying money for a page ad to simply ask, what is a woman, what is your mum, mm. to say that you're born to a woman and to direct you to a web page where women are explaining what it means to them to be a woman. And where you can sign a petition to have women defined by our parliament as adult human females. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Now. But see, it is controversial. Let's let's face it. The reason we're doing the campaign is because we're forcing a question in front of uh, the general public. Uh, and that is that if we can't define some basic things like this, basic biology and truth, then we're in trouble. And one of the challenges we have uh, given to people is that we want them to ask their local uh, candidates 
if they can define what is a woman. Because my my personal belief is if 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 a political candidate uh, does a Chris Hipkins and cannot answer it or obfuscates around the definition of a woman, why would you trust them with other key political decisions that they're making, uh, which are going to affect your life? I mean, you know, this is just a basic it's, premise. It's a, it's a fabulous question, isn't it? Because even if you prepped all day, if you're a lefty wokester, yeah. you actually still can't answer it. Yeah. And if you're a sensible person, and you don't even have to be, you could be a lefty, but just not a wokester, yeah. you can answer it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, in fact, you'd sort of look a bit quizzical because it's not even a question that needed to be asked five years ago. Mm. Because... When it when it came up, what is a woman? I had to scratch my head a bit because I couldn't think <laughs> of the phrase to define it because it's sort of obvious. Yeah. Um, so that in itself is amazing that we need legislation to define it is dumbfounding, but that your newspapers in New Zealand, to a man, may I say, yeah. because if we're going to be in trouble, we may as well be properly in trouble, mm. have said. We can't run that ad because it doesn't align with our values. So riddle me this, Bob. What because are of the values? sensitive nature, Rodney. Very well, sensitive. Riddle me this. What are their values? Well, their values are that you cannot debate certain issues, uh, and they've listed them. And, of course, you know some of them are gender ideology, of course, and global warming. I mean, they've made it quite clear that they're not going to go near treaty. some of these issues. Treaty. Uh, yeah, treaty, that's right. So, in, in effect, they're not really acting like the fourth estate, are they? They're, they're basically saying, we have a narrative that we are pushing. And I guess, to their credit, they're being up front. Uh, this is just a reminder, I think, to the general Kiwi punter. I mean, one of the, re- the questions that I asked in the media release that I put out was, if they're, not, if they're willing to block this type of discussion around something so basic, what other uh, facts aren't we getting? What other policy aren't we getting uh, that parties, uh, and I'm sure you, Rodney, have come across this frustration when you would be campaigning, um, you know, as a politician, you'd, you'd read the newspaper and say, well, hang on, I didn't say it like that, or why aren't you yeah. reporting this, or why isn't anybody covering this particular policy that I'm talking about? We very much get our source of information, unfortunately, from uh, you know, what the media report and if they're pushing a narrative. And, of course, this begs the biggest question, Rodney, where's the disinformation project when you actually need them? <laughs> well, there's been a coup. Has it? Yes. Has it been taken over by um, factivists, people who want to actually talk about the facts? No. What I'm saying, yeah. there's been a coup in New Zealand where what is a woman has been decided there was never a vote on it. Hmm. No one ever had a say on it. And now it can't be debated. Yeah. And what is a woman is an irrelevant question and a dumb question hmm. because we can't define it because you might choose to be one for a wee while and you might choose to be something else later on. Hmm. And you might be a little little boy who decides to be a woman when you're nine or 10, and that's perfectly, you're right. That's a coup. And now you can't debate it. That's 
a tyrannical, violent coup, and our so-called fourth estate, who declare themselves to be independent of government, have joined it. Yeah. Yeah. And who exactly could take offence from your ad? Certainly not Georgina Bayer, who I knew well. Hmm. Certainly not half a dozen trans ladies whom I know. But suddenly it's become offensive to New Zealanders to ask the question or to define a woman. Or to have a different opinion. Or to have a different opinion. Mm. So where are you going to take it, Bob? Well, we've still got uh, advertising in terms of social media and billboards. uh, And look, we may end up having to do a little box drop. I'm not quite sure because I don't know if you remember that Speak Up for Women actually put up a billboard on one of the buildings in Wellington, and it was just um, the dictionary definition of woman. This was about a year or two ago, yes. and it just said adult human female, so it just looked like a an dic- image of a dictionary shot of, of what is a woman in the definition. And a whole lot of upset New Zealanders uh, rang the company, I think it was Go Media, and Go Media actually pulled the sign down um, because, uh, What are you they know, being threatened with? Well, they can't be threatened with anything. They just get a very, um, very strong pushback from gender activists and they kowtow to it. Because I think what happens is these crowds have done up, done their rainbow tick mm. and then they have the likes of a Chanel Lau deciding what it means, that you've ticked the box yep. and that if you run that ad, you'll lose your rainbow tick and we will attack you and make life miserable for you because you're not living up to the ideals that you promised us. Because, and and like you think you sign up to a rainbow tick and you think it's basically costless because you're just going to be fair to everyone. Yeah. Would that be a fair comment? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, we could also talk about the whole spark debacle couldn't we? Yes. And and the fact that um, you know a major telco uh, suddenly wants to align itself with with the gender activist Chanel Lal, who whipped up a lot of hysteria and a lot of uh, you know angst at Albert Park, wouldn't let Posey Parker just talk about what it means about protecting women in public spaces, uh-huh. uh, and and yet you know he gets the Kiwi Bank New Zealander of the Year, so everything is pretty upside down. Uh, but it, but it seems like a lot of these corporations uh, are going woke, uh, and so one of the projects that we're actually working on at the moment is a is a website called WokeUp.nz. It's not actually live yet, but we're basically just going to put a, a list together of right. some of these companies so that people can make informed choices uh, as to what what companies they go to, which ones uh, are, are funding you know, sex change operations as part of their employment process, which ones... I mean, I think New Zealanders are getting sick of being served a a side serving of wokeness and virtue signalling when they purchase stuff and being told to think about their personal pronouns and their sexuality. and, uh, and, And I think parents are starting to wake up to the fact that our children are being... 
uh, indoctrinated with a pretty radical messaging around 112 uh, genders and is it 112 sexualities. now? Uh, well, it keeps increasing. So I, I got this, lost I heard already. it was 78. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 112 lost. genders. No, I've I've got um, documented proof that that's been pushed in high schools in New Zealand. 112 genders. Yeah. And there we were. We grew up struggling with two. I um, know. And then we wonder why kids are stressed. Tell me, Bob. Uh, I think we are waking up. Hmm. What can listeners who want to help advertise a petition, sign up to do a pamphlet drop, where could they go to offer up some support for your campaign? Well, I think at the first um, point of call is just to go to the website what is a woman.nz and and sign the petition. That's certainly a good start. And then the second thing is if they know um, the local newspapers, if they have involvement with them, is to is to challenge, you know, the Bay of Plenty Times and the ODT and the Southland Times and the New Zealand Herald, uh, write letters to the editor and ask why are they shutting down speech. I haven't seen too much political comment. I did see a media release come out of Winston Peters saying that it was a shocker, what the newspapers had done. So that was one that I saw. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll have to go and have another It'd look It would be great see. to get Chris Luxon and David Seymour on the message mm. about what their position is. Um, I myself will try and get these newspapers on the show and to ask them. Um, but, again, the uh, it's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. You're on Reality Check Radio. We're talking to the wonderful Bob McCroskey, the National Director of Family First. He has organised a petition for having Parliament to define a woman as an adult human female, the biological definition. He was had the newspapers agreed to run a full-page ad. They tell us they're desperate for money and for advertising. And at the last minute, at the 11th hour, they pulled mm -hmm. it. They pulled it at the level of their CEOs who were in discussions with each other to decide one couldn't do it and the other's not. Mm. And they decided that the ad was altogether too sensitive and didn't align with their values as newspapers. So mm. clearly their values aren't motherhood and apple pie, which used to be accepted as the great example of something that everyone would agree on. They certainly don't ally with free speech. They certainly don't ally with letting New Zealanders have their say and their platform and their discussion. Mm. So they have revealed their values. Bob, um, all power to your um, please keep us in touch how you go with this um, campaign and any time that you need to let off a bit of steam, come on <laughs> our show. Any time you want to can, can, uh, talk to our listeners, just let me know because you're doing literally God's work. Well, thank you. Um, the, just the other update is we have engaged um, uh, lawyers and we are, you know, looking at um, – sending some terse letters and just finding out whether they've breached the Human Rights Act and also the Bill of Rights Act. So 
you know, uh, it's. It, I think every New Zealander should be concerned when a newspapers band together, the fourth estate band together, and um, make a unilateral decision like this. Yeah. And and look, people may say, "Oh, look, they don't like our campaign." My warning, as I warned when we were deregistered as a charitable trust, is you might support this decision, but what about when they come under? a charity that you like or when they come under a campaign that you like and the newspapers just decide, oh, we don't like it, so we're not going to print it. Uh, Rodney, it begs a question, though. Are they are they so flush in funds that they don't want advertising money anymore? Is that the effect of government They're funding? So rich. I mean, that's, that's a million-dollar question to me. So rich. You'd think they'd just jump at any advertising. If you had to put it in the newspaper, I would never have seen it. Mm. I only saw it because... <laughs> That didn't run. And I will encourage all our listeners uh, to go to Family First, get the ad, and put it in every social media that you can. Email it to everyone you know and spread it around because through social media, we can reach more people than you'd get through the newspapers, Bob. Yep. And also, uh, it who cannot support mums? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You with Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. We've got a long way to go. Lovely to hear from you, Bob. Good luck with your campaign. Oh, good. Thanks, Rodney. That was Bob McCroskey, the National Director of Family First, uh, a true national treasure on a campaign, basic campaign you wouldn't have needed to run five years ago. Now he's been banned from running it by the fourth estate. You can't make this stuff up. This is Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m.